Welcome to the Couragepreneur Podcast. The podcast for people who want to be more resilient in life and business by developing their courage muscle to live life, love life, and be their absolute best. Now, let's go live to your host, Pix Jonathan. G'day there and welcome to the latest edition of the Couragepreneur podcast. I've got the awesome honour and privilege of interviewing the amazing Susan Freitas, who's tuning in all the way from Portland, Oregon. So g'day, Suzanne. Hi, Pix. Nice to see you. And we connected courtesy of the awesome Christiana Tudor, so who has connected me with so many amazing people. And we've already had a chat and I've heard a bit about your story, Suzanne. So I'm looking forward to sharing a bit about that today. I am excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah. And you've developed a couple of games based on your domestic violence abuse, haven't you? I did. I created two, um, I've designed two mobile games. They're not available yet, Mm -hmm. but um, I created one that um, helped me learn how to put myself first, which is really difficult when you're living in abuse. That's Mm -hmm. kind of one of the things you lose early on. And so um, it helped me do that so that I could leave because you can't leave if you don't think of yourself as the most important person in your life. Yeah. And I personally can resonate with that because I was in a narcissistic relationship on and off for four years. And for those outsiders, it's like, why doesn't she just leave? But until you literally put yourself first and regain your power, it is really tough to leave because you just don't feel worthy and everything like that so really excited to sharing you know looking forward to sharing your story so we'll start off the first question Suzanne what does courage mean to you you know I think that the best definition I've heard is courage is doing something even when you're really scared and for me that's what I've believe is courage mm-hmm. yeah and I look down and for those listening I do have a plaque on my um, my desk and it says courage courage doesn't mean you don't feel afraid it means you don't let fear stop you and I exactly. think you're the epitome of courage as well yeah thank you yeah, yeah it's so many I mean to leave abuse is it takes courage you're scared oh. but you have to go Yeah, and it's really interesting because I remember when I was at, um, it was an International Women's Day event, and I'm not sure if you know of this lady, Rosie Batty. Her ex-husband, her abusive ex-husband, killed their son with a cricket bat, okay? And she was speaking and she said, why is it always that the the victim or the one that's suffering the abuse has to leave? Why can't society get the perpetrator to leave like the woman or predominantly the woman there are men that are abused in dv relationships i get that but why is it that the woman or you know the person that person has to leave their safe environment or their familiar um and why can't they remove that unsafe person exactly Mm. yeah yeah there is is a lot there are so many challenges around domestic violence. Mm. I've noticed I created an infographic for the five phases of leaving, which 
is on my website that sort of takes people through. There's really, it takes five entire phases Mm. before, Mm. like, to get to the leaving part. Mm. You know, it's not easy. And yes, why do we have to leave? Well, right now, that is the safest option. But I would love for a world where it was the other way around. That's for sure. And we will put um, your contact details at the end of our episode and also on the show notes for those um, that are tuning in. So you've had a courageous journey, Suzanne, the highs, the lows, the ups and downs. What was one time when you were feeling less than courageous, though? You almost wanted to just give it up. Oh, I... When I ran out of money, I was, I'd left with what I had assumed would be enough money. But the problem is that you um, can't stay in the same state. If you get divorced in Texas, which is where I was living at the time, you, if you are physically in Texas, when you get divorced, you are required to um, live a whole year in the same county as your ex. Really? Yeah. Wow. Is that yeah. U.S. specific or state specific? State, um, state specific. Yeah. It's a very old fashioned backwards. It's in case, you know, you want to reconcile. Wow. Wow. I don't fully understand the laws in Australia, but I'm assuming that they're not like that. That's for sure. Mm. The US is particularly, um, we can be particularly challenging for women. And Mm. um, so I had to leave the state and and I was so embarrassed as a professional Mm. woman Mm. leaving abuse. There's the shelters are not for us, I was turned away from a shelter because I had mm-hmm. money. Yeah. And I left um, and was staying in hotels. I thought I had enough money, but I was paying for two kids and myself and food and living expenses. Quickly chew up that money. It especially just went, we went accommodation. right through the money. And I thought, wow, I but I that was the lowest point that was the absolute lowest Mm -hmm. point oh my son had just gone back to to live with his with his father at that Mm -hmm. point as well so how did you pick yourself up from that um challenging place you know the amazing thing is that my a yoga teacher who is a good friend of mine and helped me understand what um, I was experiencing with abuse, with emotional abuse. Um, She actually called. I was sitting in the car and I was crying and my daughter was looking horrified. She was 16 and I got a phone call from this woman out of the blue and she said, what's wrong? And I said, oh my God, I just realized that I can't do this. I am mm-hmm. out of money. And she said, go apply for a credit card. It had never occurred to me mm-hmm. that there were other options. You're Oops. so t- stuck in the trauma of leaving, right? And so I, I did exactly what she said. I did exactly what she said. And 
I got, because I would get money with the divorce, mm-hmm. you know, as we divided our assets. And so I was able to have that buffer mm-hmm. for um, the next few weeks until the divorce was finalized. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah, it was amazing. But And I think you've raised some really valid points there. One, seek alternate mm-hmm. options and, you know, <laughs> take advice sage advice from others that offer offer it but there's also whilst we still have pride there's also humility as well like okay let's be humble and go get that credit card and take action to do that uh you know you're a financially literate and savvy lady but hey life happens to us as we know divorce can happen to us as well yes and to dig your way out of that from the depths of despair and not knowing and I guess loss of a relationship although it was toxic you still had loss of that relationship oh absolutely. and it's that it's almost that secure insecurity it's like being there and it's not well it's uncomfortable but was it that uncomfortable that you had to get out of so kudos to you and you know, that's some wonderful advice. And we never espouse any financial advice, guys, if we have oh, to do any no. disclaimers. <laughs> mm. But that's great. And I love sharing people's lowlights because, you know, we can all celebrate everybody's success. But it's like, well, how do they do that? Like, I don't feel like that. So thank you again. And in the reverse, what is one time when you absolutely felt so courageous, like on top of the world that, you know, the world's your oyster and you could conquer Kilimanjaro so to speak I have to say I'm still waiting for that moment (laughs) um but my best moment I was able to get divorced very quickly Mm -hmm. I had set everything up beforehand so that I was able to move through that and Mm -hmm. having my divorce finalized was such a relief Mm. because I knew that he couldn't hurt me anymore yeah and for our listeners Suzanne when did you actually get divorced how recent in in 2018 so so it wasn't um, that long ago realistically Mm. and there's still a lot of healing yeah yeah have you had a divorce party oh gosh no I am Mm-hmm. I had a friend I because I moved to a place where I didn't know anyone I moved mm-hmm. to Portland Oregon mm-hmm. and mostly because it was basically as far I grew mm-hmm. up in California yeah and it was close to California but mm-hmm. really far from Texas like yeah yeah well, maybe uh, that's something to work towards you know have an online divorce party with your fellow divorcees and just have that s- celebrate it Celebrate oh, success. And I love the fact that you were honest and open and said, well, I'm still waiting for that to happen. <laughs> Seriously, yes. because people crave authenticity and transparency. So thank you so much. You're not faking it. You're saying, well, I'm actually still waiting for that to happen. So thank you very much. This is all about being courageous and um, all that about courage. I have an acronym for, for the letters of courage. And the first one is connect and communicate. So how do you best connect and communicate? It can be personally or professionally, whatever comes to mind, Suzanne. So how do you best connect and communicate? 
I am naturally a community creator. I love talking to people. Mm -hmm. I love creating those connections, having the um, video meetings. For me, the lockdown has been nice because I've been able to talk to so many people on video Mm -hmm. and people are so much more comfortable with that. And so for me, I am, that's, what I do. I reach out and find people to connect with and that are within my space. And then I, I, in person is wonderful, but video is great as well. It is. It is. And I will say that I've reached out to so many people courtesy of COVID and so many more people have been open to having video conversations and, you know, we're giving our best authentic self. It might be, in your home office, it might be, you know, on your by your kitchen table, whatever it is, and I love that. Uh, so, yeah, thank you so much. And there's so many synchronicities between us, like, <laughs> I just hear you, hear what you say. My narcissistic relationship was not with my ex-husband. I will disclose that. I still have a good relationship with him. We just literally are in on different trajectories, and we appreciate that and respect each other. But without him, we wouldn't have our two gorgeous kids. So it was wow. subsequently a more recent partner. Um, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, connecting with others and Zoom and video chats has certainly been a saving grace for me, that's for sure. So I do encourage our listeners, if you are feeling, you know, a little bit less than courageous, do reach out to people because, you know what, they're probably feeling that as well. Yeah. So our Absolutely. next letter is O for open heart. What is an open heart? What does that mean to you, Suzanne? I think for me, it's being truly authentic and caring. Mm. I absolutely deeply care about women trapped in abuse. Mm. So I am, and I am a big walking open heart. I just, I'm all about love and light. And, and so it's, and it's really important. It's Mm. really important to make sure that the work that I'm doing the women who I reach know that I care, that I want to help and help them create change in their lives. Yeah, and we do know that men are abused in domestic violence relationships as well. Um, obviously, they some are. women are perpetrators. Do you work with men as well, Suzanne? Or specifically um, I do. Women? Well, I have been trying to change the language to partner abuse because domestic violence has a lot of um, baggage associated Mm -hmm. with it and you don't need to be physically harmed Mm. to be abused Mm. you can be there's emotional emotional there's financial abuse as well oh there's financial Mm. there's I mean there's a huge range Mm. of abuse variants and um and so it also it can be women who abuse other women in a same-sex partnership Mm. there's um there's a lot of aspects of relationship abuse that just really aren't covered by domestic violence and so I think we need to open up the conversation because yes Mm. men can be abused as well Mm. yeah and that's where you've got such most yeah. likely women being abused by men. That's yeah. The that's where you've got such an open heart because an open mind because you're open-minded to same sex, you know, men, 
um, women, whatever. So I, I love that. Thank you so much. Now, there's 7.58 billion people on this amazing planet. We're all unique. But what makes Suzanne Freitas uniquely you? I am... I am really pragmatic, I'm very practical, and I'm very authentic. Mm -hmm. And I, I am absolutely, if you meet me in person, and you've spoken to me or heard me talk, I am the exact same person. Mm -hmm. I'm not, mm -hmm. um, there's yeah. not like not the, the public on, persona, and yeah, the there's private persona. There's yeah. not that. Mm -hmm. I'm very much um, exactly mm -hmm who I am and yeah. I think that my pragmatic side and my problem solving side is what um is one of the things that makes me unique mm, fantastic and yeah we say it's all about that authenticity and you've got a beautiful gentle caring nature so I love that too and resonate with thank that you. it's just um a beautiful presence so thank you and yeah, I know those who you coach and um, come into contact with really appreciate that as well. So we're talking about partner abuse, relationships. R is the next letter in our courage acronym. So what is one relationship tip to develop real ones? I think that you have to have a conversation about what your power dynamics are going to be in a relationship. People don't speak about all relationships involve some sort of power exchange. And I think it's really important to be very clear about how that works in your relationship, because I find that a lot of people don't have those conversations. Mm -hmm. And also, I think that it's important to really revisit and rethink what you see in your relationship periodically, because relationships change. And as yeah, you were saying, mm. picks with your ex-husband, you know, sometimes we need to leave because we're on different trajectories. It's not mm. about abuse. It's just about mm. this mm. is not working, right? So, um I think those are really important aspects for people to think about. Yeah, yeah. And you, you spoke about power dynamics. It's kind of just that role acknowledgement, like, you know, something like putting out the rubbish. Is it a shared responsibility? Are you right. going to do it all the time or are we going to do it week on, week off, or are we going to do it together? Whatever. Um, it's something as simple as that. And, yeah, just identifying those roles in the relationship, especially if there's a couple, partners doing business together, you really have to define oh. those roles. Otherwise, the power dynamics and egos and all that come into play. So, yeah, thank you so much. That's a really good tip about identifying the power dynamics in the relationship. And, you know, it's not the big things necessarily. It's the little things because, as we know, they oh. can snowball into the big things. Absolutely. You know, if I have, like you know, cooking dinner, who does the dishes, yeah. who's, mm. you know, being respected for work they do that's unpaid, work they do that's paid, mm. you know, all these different things mm. are part of the relationship dynamic. Yeah, so so small, seemingly small and insignificant, yeah. yet so incredibly significant. And 
Oh, yeah. absolutely. And can be relationship breakers. So, yeah. Our next letter is A, for amazing attitude, Suzanne. You've got an amazing attitude to get through what you've been through and then to develop those two games, create them. So how do you maintain your amazing attitude? I, well, I don't always have it. <laughs> I hear you, girlfriend. <laughs> I'm just getting my back after Christmas, New Year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's not always amazing, but I, for me, it's about creating a world where women can leave abuse mm-hmm. and creating a way for them to have the ability to leave. Because I think about how much power we would have as women in this world if we could leave and we weren't shamed or stunned or turned away because of leaving abuse and so that really that's my main driver Mm, such incredible work you're doing and something just came to me like how powerful are the empowered yes yes how powerful are the empowered and to give women predominantly their power back and their self-worth their self-respect yeah, is amazing work. So thank you very much. What our next letter is G, Suzanne. What is one thing you're grateful for today, last week, last year? I am really grateful for um, a friend and colleague of mine. Her name is Jenny Vaz, and she does a program. I told you about her. She um does a program called Daily 1% Better. And she um, she is amazing. And mm-hmm. I am just really grateful for her because my um, work is very much about like the practical steps to leave, how to help people leave very practically. And she her work is about the healing, the dealing with the trauma, all mm-hmm. of those aspects of leaving that are are just as important, but not within my skill set. And so, yeah, I, I love that because, um, yeah, and I'm all about mentors as well. Uh, I never idolize people, but I certainly respect and reach out to them. So, to have others who are complementary to your own coaching or your own philosophies, I think that's really powerful. So, thank you very much for sharing that resource. Um, Jenny Voss. V-A-Z, yeah. Yeah, yeah, very good. Um, And our last letter in our COURAGE acronym is E for enjoy life. So how does Suzanne Freitas enjoy life? I I mean, it sounds kind of ridiculous, but I am incredibly playful. And so I have a lot of fun with wind-up toys. And, you know, we're stuck inside So I will put on a wind-up toy and watch the puppy. We have a... Really? I didn't know this about you. I'm sorry. I didn't know this about you, so thank you. (laughs) A wind-up toy. And the puppy will just... She yep. just looks at it like, oh, yeah. what is happening? Yeah. Why is this thing yeah. moving that is ordinarily things Not, that yeah. don't move on their own? And yeah. so 
it's um yeah i am i am so easily pleased i am <laughs> on so have you got a favorite wind up toy i do there is a rocking horse with a teddy bear on it and it rocks mm -hmm. it's, and i just think that's the best thing ever. actually that's probably pretty cathartic because it's that movement but that gentle continuous movement it's like that we used to have it oh my gosh I don't know whether they were over in America but it's like a bird like a figurine of a bird sitting on a glass and it would just dive into yeah. the water and out and in and out and then you've got those balls that hang and you tap one and the other one and you, and it's almost like a fire or the ocean very cathartic you could just sit there and take it all in so I guess that's part of your healing and just gentleness and calmness and a bit of fun and playfulness and I love that because I'm all about having fun because if you can't have fun I don't really want to do it <laughs> well, I, said, mm. I think life is supposed to be fun and mm. enjoyable and that's I at one point before I left my ex I told him that and he he was like confused yeah yeah and for those watching the uh, listening in um Suzanne does have three letters behind her on her wall there and they are the letters j-o-y so it's all about joy and I love that because yeah it's that gentle reminder and I'm all about creating visual reminders as well and again I've got my vision mirror behind me because the mind, we've got the conscious and the subconscious and the superconscious as well, but I won't go there. But when you start visualising and seeing things consciously, it goes into your subconscious. So it's that that little joyful reminder to be joyful and uh, put some more happiness and fun in your day. So that's wonderful. Um, now, knowledge is powerful, Suzanne. I like to say applied knowledge is even more powerful. So what is one tip about courage that you would like our listeners to take action on today this week this month preferably sooner rather than later so one action one action tip I would like everyone to think about whether they put themselves first in their own lives mm. and we hear about it all the time but people don't actually I hadn't really thought about it before um, my therapist had told me that I needed to be able to do that, that clearly I wasn't, right? And that is something that I think people hear and don't really think about mm. and really have a very thoughtful experience about, am I? Am I first? Do I get to be? Because you should be. Mm. And I think we all not think, I know we all play so many roles in life, whether it be mother, father, wife, husband, partner, daughter, son, whatever it is, employee, boss, whatever. And we tend to play out those roles before we play out who we authentically are. So to put that metaphorical oxygen mask, which I used to say well before what we're going through now, but we put that oxygen <laughs> mask on ourselves first it is actually selfful. I always thought it was selfish to put myself first, but it's right. actually selfish when you don't because you're not topping up your own tank and you're not then able to give your best self to others. So thank you so much for reinforcing that, that putting yourself first. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So thank I'd you. encourage our listeners today to actually do something 
for themselves, whether it's take a bath, read a book, light a candle, sit in silence for five minutes, make a cup of tea, whatever it is to put yourself first, especially in this day and age. We need to put ourselves first. So great tip there. Thank you, Suzanne. So have you got any final words of wisdom that you'd like to share with our listeners? I would like everyone to, I would like your listeners to think about not about not only how they can put themselves first doing something like a bath or lighting a candle, but how they can embrace joy. Mm-hmm. What can you do today to really embrace joy in your life? Do you, is it cooking? Is it, you know, re, like you were mentioning reading? Um, but I feel like that's something that's so important. And also for everyone that is living in abuse, I would like you to know that you you can leave, you can do it, but nobody expects you to pick up your purse and walk out the door or pick up your wallet and walk out the door today. That's, mm. that's an unrealistic expectation mm. that we put on um, people living in abuse. And it, it takes time and it takes self-care mm. so that you can do it. But I want you to know that that you can, and um, I'm here to help. Yeah, love that. And for everybody listening in, whatever country you're in, please Google, you know, partner abuse, domestic violence abuse. There are services out there that are there to help you. So please reach out to them or have a chat with a friend. Be courageous. And I want each and everyone to remember that you are courageous. You are loved. You matter. You are amazing. And, yeah, my heart goes out to each and every one. So, Suzanne, what's the best way for people to contact you? They, you, I can be reached through my website, which is the soft, it's called softlandingsociety.com mm-hmm. because everyone deserves a soft landing. And it's just Suzanne at softlandingsociety.com. Send me an email. I will respond. Fantastic. And I will put those details in the show notes. So thank you very much. So Suzanne, it's been a fun interview. I certainly resonate with a lot of what you said. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners do. So thank you for being so courageous, really admire and respect you. And I look forward to celebrating either your divorce party or (laughs) one of your most courageous highlight moments that you're yet to have. (laughs) So thank you so much, Suzanne, all the way from Portland, Oregon, um, over in the the cold country at the moment. Uh, We're here in, in the summer. So thank you very much, Suzanne. Thank you, Pix. I enjoyed it. Take care. And I encourage everybody to live life, love life, and be their most courageous, most resilient, best self. Thank you so much. Have an incredible day. Lots of love and big Aussie hug. You've been listening to the Couragepreneur podcast. If you haven't already, please remember to subscribe so you're the first to know each time we publish a new show. Are you ready to live more courageously and be more resilient? And you know this is something you need help with. We've created a gift just for you. It's the Trilogy of Courage special podcast series. And you can access at pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. That's pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. Thanks for listening. 
We'll catch you next time.